Uh, we are beginning a new series today in the book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. You might be sitting there thinking, all right, yeah, book of Numbers. I've been waiting for this one for, you know, I've been waiting for this one for 30 years. How can we even get to this sooner? I just can't wait to go through census data and lists and all sorts of, you know, all sorts of <laughs> spreadsheets and stuff. The accountants in the room are sitting there like, yeah, finally. Finally, we're getting into the financial statements of the Bible, and <laughs> uh, we, are, <laughs> we are not going to be getting into the financial statements of the Bible, and we are going to be digging into the book of Numbers, but a little bit uh, differently maybe than just going through census data and numbers of people and all of that. But the book of Numbers is interesting, I think, especially in, in, in some, some ways that it also tells a story. The numbers tell the story, and... By that, actually, the, the Hebrew Bible titles this book Bamidbar. Okay, Bamidbar means in the wilderness or in the desert. That's what that, that is. And so then, like, along the way, uh, some of the rabbis began to refer to this as the book of counting. And then when the Greek Bible uh, was, was put together, even, even, like, before Jesus came on the scene, right, then that's when they started to call it numbers. So interestingly enough, I think some of that stuff's kind of interesting. But it's called In the Wilderness, In the Desert, and it's stories of life in the wilderness. So you've got some, some numbers and data going along, and then in the midst of that, it's what was this life like in the desert for the people of Israel? And this whole thing takes place between freedom from slavery and before the promised land. So the people of Israel are in uh, slavery in Egypt and they are freed through this incredible deliverance by God and they come out and they've been promised this land flowing with milk and honey, this wonderful land of God's abundant blessing for them. But right now they're in the life in between, between all of that. And you think about for us, we have been freed from our bondage, from our slavery to sin. And we are promised a new heaven and a new earth one day. But right now we're in the life in between. And so the people of, of Israel are in that moment. And, and life in the wilderness is a life of dependence, of total dependence on God. They're led by God through pillars of fire. They're fed by God through manna and quail. They have to trust in him and, and obey him and follow him through all of it, right? And so when they don't follow him, things kind of go wrong. When they do follow him, it seems to go right. And they're getting a little closer along the way to get to this promised land. But it's, this, it's all about this life in the in-between, life in the wilderness. And how do we then depend on God fully in that life in between. And so the very beginning of what we'll look at, because if you, if you look in your Bible, if you have your Bible, if you look in the book of Numbers, Genesis, the very beginning, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, fourth book of the Bible, it does start. The first few chapters kind of have this whole thing of the, the census of the people and kind of how to arrange them and you get into that. And then in Numbers 6, we begin, and how we will begin is we will begin with blessing. We begin with blessing. Number 622 is where we'll start. And the, the prayer 
that I, the blessing that I pray at the end of every service here at Calvary, may the Lord bless you and keep you and all of that, that is this verse. That God tells Moses to tell Aaron, the priests, and tell all the other priests to pray these words over the people. And so as they're going to go, and as they're on this journey, and they're going along the way, they begin with blessing. And so that's kind of, that's how I wanted us to start. And so today we're all, we're kind of like thinking about blessing. We're thinking about dependence. And even for you to know that as a, as a church, our our elders, our pastoral staff, we've been seeking the Lord. Like, what would, what would you have for us? I know I've mentioned this a few times, but really had a sense from God of spending time seeking him, listening to him in prayer, in his word, that God has been leading us towards a season of dependence and oneness, unity. Like, how can we be growing in our unity with one another and our dependence on God? And so we're, we're just listening for that. We're trusting God for that. And we begin all of that with blessing. And so I want to read these words of this blessing. I'm going to read it in two different translations to you just to kind of help us with this because we've probably become familiar with it, hearing it as a prayer at the end of the service. And I just want to jostle some things in your head. But first, the New American Standard Bible, number 622. It says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them this. All right, so just hear that. Like that's how it starts. That God speaks to Moses, tells Moses to talk to Aaron, talk to his sons, and this is how you're supposed to bless the people. Okay, now verse 24. These are the words. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel, and I then will bless them. So you see there's, those are those words. At the end of it even it says, I will bless them. God's doing the blessing. The priest is speaking the words, and then God does the work. Right? That God's working through the priest as the priest is speaking those words over the people, and then God will bless them. And even it says, I will uh, invoke my name, it says, which means I will put my name on them. God's saying, I will put my name on these people. So these people wandering in the wilderness, lost, kind of blowing it sometimes, doing good stuff sometimes, having you know, a hard time in this life in between, God says, I will bless you. Now let me read it in the NLT. That's the Bibles on the back of the seat there in front of you. It says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. All right, so that's the words of this awesome blessing, this beautiful prayer. And some things like briefly, I just want us to know about this. But today we're going to actually not just hear about it, we're going to do it. We're not just blessed to receive blessings, we're blessed to be a blessing. So some things I want you to get about this. One is that the words of this blessing are from God. Right, God speaking to Moses to tell Aaron, hey, these are the words I want you to say. It's God's idea. It's not like I didn't 
sort of make this up. Coming up here, other pastors didn't make this up. This isn't some sort of even church tradition kind of a thing. No, this is like the very words of God to the priest to speak over the people. And they, the priests, like, when I was, like, looking into this, the priests would speak these words over the people at least three times a day every day. <laughs> three times a day every day. We say it once a week, and we feel like, wow, we've got a real good tradition going on here, you know? It's like, no, they're like, we need to remember. We need to be able to speak these words of blessing over one another. But these words are from God. So these words of, I want to bless you. God says, bless you. I bless you, and I keep you. Which does mean, as like the NLT said, protect you. That word, the Hebrew word there, shamar, it means to, to keep, to protect, to guard. That God will guard you. His blessing for you is to guard you, to protect you, to take care of you. God is there for you and that that's part of his blessing for you. And then it does this whole thing where it talks about the face of God. Make his face shine upon you. Lift his countenance to you. It's interesting how the, like all these different um, Bible translations kind of speak that part differently. And it really all it says in, like in the Hebrew, it's just like face to you. Face to you. It says the same thing both times. So I'm always interested when they give like different, um, I'm, we're just going to give it a little different flavor, kind of help it stand out a little bit better. But it's just God's face towards you. God's face lifted to you. God's face towards you. That's what it's about. The face of God to you. So it's interesting to think about what does that mean? What does that look like? God's face towards you. It feels like that's something you would long for or desire. Like what, what, is, what is that like? I feel far from God often or I feel like God's kind of like hard to hold on to, hard to connect with in some way. God says, my face is towards you. When I bless you, it is my face towards you. And I'm smiling upon you. I'm shining on you. I'm showing you my favor. Part of this is even you think about in a, like the court of a king. And that as you come in to the court of a king, if the king looks upon you with favor, right, then you're accepted into that room and you can bring even then maybe a request to the king or come in to honor the king in some way. And so that's the way of the king showing favor to lift his face to you. You've been granted that favor, that smile upon you. And that's what God is saying to you in this. And then out of that, out of God's face and smile and favor for you comes grace and comes peace. These beautiful outcomes that we need so desperately of grace from God. Mercy we don't deserve, forgiveness of the sin in our life, things that make us far from God as we have drawn away from God. And he says, I give you my grace. And then ultimately, I give you my peace. My blessing for you is peace, shalom, contentment, wholeness, one with God, everything right. That's what God is giving you in that peace. So that's this blessing that God has for you as he puts his very name upon you. And that beautiful shalom peace is the culmination of that blessing. And then um, another thing I want you to hear about this, and it's kind of in that same vein, but it's that this blessing is God's heart towards you. You might just 
feel different. Like, ah, I, don't, I feel like God's heart towards me, like the words that I feel like are spoken over me are, I'm disappointed in you, or I expect more of you, or I want more from you, or I judge you. A lot of times that's what we feel like we get from God. But what I want you to hear is, this is God's heart for you, is to have this kind of blessing. God says, I want to bless you. I want to protect you. I want to give you my grace and my peace. And it all comes from my presence, from my face shining upon you. And so hear that and feel that and recognize that, that that is God's heart towards you. And so, yeah, when there's wrath and when there's judgment, that's why God has made a way through Jesus, a way towards that grace and peace of God's heart and blessing toward you. So even when we talk about blessing, it's in this way. It's not God blessing you does not equal God making you rich, God making you never get sick, you know, God making all your whole life be perfect, a kind of health, wealth, prosperity, gospel sort of a thing. It's not, it's not about that. Sometimes it could include that. I'm not going to limit God in like what he will choose to include in his blessing. But it's, I think, even thinking along these lines, this is what it's about. It's about his grace and his peace and his favor and his presence, God's blessing and protection upon your life. So let's not get that twisted. One thing really interestingly, I think, in this too is this blessing's way in the beginning of the Bible, right? Fourth book of the Bible. If you go all the way to the very last chapter of the entire Bible, Revelation 22. Revelation 22, verses 4 and 5 say this. And this is, these are the people like in the new heaven, new earth. Like these are people like in the very end of days. Everything's good. And it says, and they will see his face. And his name will be written on their forehead. One day in that new heaven, new earth, we will now see his face and his very name. As he said, my blessing is that I will put my name on them. My name, it says, is written on their foreheads. It says, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun. For the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. Feels like the culmination of this blessing in so many ways, right? I think it's so beautiful to see that one day this will all be fulfilled, but we're in the in-between. It's been granted and given and won, and it's going to be completely fulfilled at one point, and now we're in this in-between. So how do we live in this in-between moment? Part of what I want you to know is, yes, receive, we receive blessing from God, But another big part of it is that you have been given authority by God to bless others. God has given you authority to bless others. He's given you authority for a whole bunch of things. Primarily to proclaim his name to a world that is far from him, right? The the Great Commission, Jesus saying, I've been given all authority and now I'm sending you out. He sends out his disciples to to go out and he says, "I, I give you authority to go out. To like, see miracles being done in my name and to proclaim the kingdom of God. And so, yes, we are given authority to do that. We also are given authority to bless others. Genesis 12 is where God calls Abraham. Okay, the very, very beginning of God's chosen people, the people of Israel. And in Genesis 12, God says, I am going to bless you, descendants As far as the eye can see, I'm going to bless you. And he says, not just blessing you again to just receive and just get more, more blessing. No, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing to the nations. You are blessed to be a blessing. Not just to soak up, get blessing fat, 
right? But you get, you are blessed to be a blessing to others. So that's part of like even how we are to think about how we live. Dallas Willard, this great philosopher, theologian, just incredibly wise man said, blessing is willing with God something good for another person. Okay? Blessing is willing with God. So with God, we will something good for another person. So when we, we listen, we hear from the Lord. We could hear from, from the scriptures. We could hear from the Holy Spirit speaking to us. But we, with God, will something good. We speak something good for another person. And even in our case of this, this blessing that we've been talking about, it's willing this sense of God's grace and peace, his face, his, his protection, all of that. We will that for another person. We speak that for another person with God. We've heard from God, and then we speak that with God. So, um, blessing kind of prayer. This sort of blessing prayer that you've been uh, given authority to do this. I should also say that this is the priestly blessing, right? So this the kind of the name of this, because God tells Moses to tell Aaron and his sons, they're all the priests. So the priests are to speak this blessing over God's people. So it's called the Aaronic benediction or the priestly blessing. And so the priests are supposed to speak this over the people or to the people. Now, 1 Peter 2.9 says... You are a royal priesthood of believers. You as a follower of Jesus, you that have the very spirit of God dwelling within you, you are now part of this royal priesthood of believers. So I believe that then that is an aspect of your authority, okay, that God has given, God-given authority, that you are to speak blessing upon other people. And so you have, it's not just me, the pastor up here speaking this, but then you have that authority and right to be able to speak blessing into other people's lives. Again, not for money or whatever, that kind of stuff, okay, but for these kinds of purposes that we see in the Word of God. And so this kind of prayer is a little bit different, I think, too. Sometimes, like most of the time, probably, honestly, like a lot of our, our prayers requesting or, or we're asking or we're like— or even adoring and telling God how we love him and, uh, and confession and repentance, all of that. A lot of that is like in parts of our prayer. But this kind of prayer is a little bit different. It's, it's declarative prayer. You're speaking something. You're speaking a blessing over people. So even when I say this prayer, it's the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. To lift his countenance to you and give you peace. Right? It's a declarative prayer. It's a truth of God's word for people. We know it's the truth of what God's heart is for people. So I speak it declaratively, right? It's humbly, but declaratively. So it's something you speak over someone. It's just a little bit difference in that nuance of this. So what we want to do today is to practice. And this is going to freak some of you out, okay? But that's all right. Um, now, let me explain and kind of help you, because I'm going to help you, I promise. All right? So um, we're going to... Ken's out. He says, no, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's one of the few people I could actually do that with, by the way. But um, <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, but what we're going to do is I want to help kind of guide you through a time of receiving blessing 
and giving blessing, okay, speaking blessing to others. And so we're going to start, we're going to go step by step. We're going to start with some time of you in silent prayer before the Lord, and then I'm going to speak some blessing over you, and then we're going to spend some time, and I'll kind of explain it, but spend some time speaking blessing over each other, okay? So um, what I'd like you to do is to get comfortable, okay? Get comfortable. If you need to put stuff down, you know, even put your Bible down or whatever, and just um, get yourself into like a mode where you can be in prayer. As we do this, I recognize you're coming, people are coming from a whole lot of different places, okay? I promise this is not going to be too weird or anything, but sometimes, you know, God is supernatural. God is a little weirder than we think, (laughs) Uh, and that's okay. And um, and things should be in order, and things are according to God's word. But um, I want to give you a moment here first, just silently to prepare your heart to both receive and give blessing. And talk to the Lord if you need to take some time. Because first, we need to repent of sin in our life. There's sin in your life that you need to repent of. A a way you could pray is even something called the Jesus Prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. So take a moment, prepare your heart, confess, repent of anything that you need to. Take a couple moments to do that. And then I'll lead us in the next moment. Go ahead. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord, we have fallen short so many ways. And we are so grateful for the work that you have done, Lord Jesus, on the cross through your resurrection to defeat and destroy sin and death, to grant us forgiveness and acceptance by you, Lord. So, Lord, as we recognize that, may you prepare our hearts, Lord, here to receive your blessing. I'd ask you just to hold your hands up, out in front of you with your palms up, to hear these words afresh. 
in the name of Jesus, I bless you. God blesses you. I speak the blessing of God's protection over you. I speak the blessing of God's face to shine and smile upon you. I speak the blessing of God's favor for you, his delight in you, his love in you, and I speak the blessing of you actually receiving that. I speak God's grace over you. I speak the blessing of his face lifted to you again. And then his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So what we'll do now is you've prepared your heart talked about this a little bit. This is going to be a bit of a challenge, maybe. Um, but we're going to take some time to be able to speak blessing over one another. Now, we're going to do this in this way. Let me kind of set this up for you, okay? We don't, this is like, our services aren't super interactive all the time, you know? But uh, we're going to get a little interactive today. Now, I'm going to give some caveats, okay? But what the goal is, is to be in groups of three. If that's Two or four, it's okay, but three is ideal time-wise, other stuff, okay? But um, groups of three, and what you're going to do is you're going to be able to speak blessing, okay, again, not requesting stuff for them, but speak blessing over the, the people in your group. Like, so maybe that's like the person, I forget if I even say, like, yeah, the person on your left, all right? So to the person on your left, if you're in a group of three. Now, wait, can we put the... Can we put the verses all up there? Because it's going to be choose one of these scriptures. And so what you'll do, I want to give you, I want to like guide you in the way of using God's word first. Okay, there's also a way where we can like spend some time in prayer to listen to God and then speak bless, words of blessing that God then gives us to speak over them. All right? But I think it's helpful for us to practice and not get too off track as well and to practice to use the word of God. So you would say, in the name of Jesus, I bless you with... And you can choose one of these scriptures or another scripture that maybe you would, you would have on your heart to speak. But I, in the name of Jesus, I bless you with the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Or in the name of Jesus, I bless you with the grace of our Lord Jesus. Or power through his spirit. Or the knowledge of his will. Or the nearness of God. Or one of the uh, aspects of the fruit of the spirit that you want to say there over someone. Okay? In your little group. Now, a couple things. People at home... <laughs> and people in the you know people in the room you might like covid wise or extreme introversion wise whatever it might be like you know I'm going to pass I'm going to be by myself and I'm going to pray and if that's if that's what you feel like you need to do if like you can just kind of like put your hand up to if people come up to you or whatever just like this is the no thanks okay this is the no thanks if it's cuz of like covid reasons or whatever and that's okay but like as people will i want us to be welcoming and invitational like so if someone is alone like invite hey come and sit with us whatever but we're going to spend the next few minutes in groups of 3 speaking a blessing over each one you kind of got to get right to it introduce yourselves quickly and get right to it all right you ready for this 
Time to stretch, Calvary. Here we go. Game on. Go. So get to the speaking of blessing. One minute left. Speak the blessings, not the chattings. <laughs> All right, let's begin to wrap that up. We're going to do more, so stay in your groups. You can stay together. Don't drift. Stay together. Here's what I want you to try now. Okay, so you can stay in your little groups of three or whatever. This is going to be a, even a little bit extra challenging. Um, what we want to try and do now, if you can is to listen and speak a blessing over someone. I think, actually what I want you to do, I might just like take this off the screen because I think I'm going to mix it up a little bit, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I just want you, I don't we have time to do a whole thing of, of talking about it for a while, but here's what I want you to do. This is what we call this practice. We call this even like experimenting. We're trying. This might be awkward. You might not feel like you know what to do. It's okay. You're, you're, you're trying. You're practicing. Okay? 
try not to like go off into some crazy heresy while you're doing it would be great. All right, but um, well, <laughs> uh, but what we want to do is this is this is really good though. This is I think beautiful. You can hear from God through His Word, and we can hear from God through His Spirit. And so in your little like little group, I want you to this could be the person on your left. But just I want to make sure each person gets a prayer blessing spoken over them to spend a moment whatever that needs to be, a minute or two, and just listen. Lord, what would you have me speak over this person? And have a sense of God's guidance and speak blessing over that person from the Lord. If, like, you, if you, you feel like you don't know, it's okay. We want to try. Okay, we want to experiment, be stretched in this. Lord, how would you have me pray for this person? And just spend a moment listening and then speak blessing over them. Okay, so let me pray for that for you. And as I say amen, let's just have silence and listening until you feel ready to speak blessing over the people in your group. Okay, let's pray. Almighty God, I pray in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would speak to your people. Give us ears to hear. Or what you have to say today. May we bless people then with your words for them. In Jesus' name, amen.
One more minute. And the worship team can come up. Okay, let's begin to wrap that time up. It's always hard to interrupt a time like this. <laughs> if we could all stand, we are going to now sing the words of the blessing, the song called The Blessing, which are the words of the blessing we've talked about today. And we're going to sing this I'd love it if we could sort of face almost the middle of the room versus facing the stage. There's the, the scriptures speak of singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs and, and singing these to one another even. And these words are almost like that kind of a situation of singing these words of blessing to one another. With God to one another. You're willing with God these words to one another as a church. So let's sing together.